Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is the B-Side Boys Podcast with your hosts, Mr. Gray and Philly V. Thanks, Javi. That's right. My name is Mr. Gray. And I'm Philly V. And welcome to episode two of the B-Side Boys Podcast, an Iowa rugby podcast that delves into everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah, it's not just rugby. It's rugby and more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, last episode on Tuesday, we talked to Javi. We're going to finish part two today, you know. Some real exciting stuff. We get into more of his time at Iowa Central. We get into some of his goals in life. Really fun interview to one of the newest members of the West Des Moines Wombats. And he's also the producer of the B-Side Boys podcast. So first thing I want to talk about, though, Phil, uh, this past weekend, you had the honor of playing in the Iowa men's select side. Uh, I was I was picked, but my son had a fever and I had to stay home and, and be dad. So how was uh, Select Side for the Iowa Rugby Union? You know, for what we had organized and everything, like I still felt like it went pretty well. We unfortunately didn't win either of our matches, but they were pretty close. And just with everything going on, I mean, like we didn't have anybody step up for uh, Iowa Select Side to coach it until not even a month before we were actually scheduled to play. So uh, D and Mr. Gray and Moose, all Jeremy Bestwick, all decided to step up and help try to get it organized and so we could actually play a few matches and hopefully maybe some guys get recognized by Thunderbirds and get asked to come try out. We had a chance to get a practice in and, you know, pick out some players and get organized or at least try to get organized. And like for what it was, I felt like we did pretty well. Yeah, you know, it it makes it tough. This is two years in a row now that as a union, we haven't had a coach that's been there consistently throughout the whole year. Last year, Nico, in the final minute, he stepped up to coach. This year, it was DeAndre. And really, both those guys, hats off to them. They stepped up just so there was a team. You know, I'd like to see there, and I think more people would like to see a a coach who's there year-round who... You know, not doing stuff year round, but just have a plan to have a player pool to create practice plans year round. So then we're not, you know, scrambling Mm -hmm. at the last minute. Seems like that's how it feels because there is a lot of talent. I mean, most of the guys who played were from the Wombats and from Des Moines. Moines, Yeah, there's a few CR guys. Uh, We had an Iowa City guy. Um, We had a Bremer Buck. I mean, that's the. I mean, we had like a, a scattered bag, but it was primarily residents of Des Moines. Yeah, Bremer County won the D3 Iowa League. Northeast Iowa finished second. The top two teams in D3 in Iowa didn't have but one guy yeah, come down between really the two. Yeah. Um, and then Des Moines and D2, they were like half the roster. I think that does come down to proximity. Mm-hmm. I think Iowa, as a state, we can have a better showing. 
So I hope in the future we get more organized. But it sounded like it was still a good day of rugby, a lot of good things to celebrate. There was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, I had a great time and, you know, obviously getting to play with some guys that, like, I've been either playing with for a while or have played in, like, you know, a friendly match or two with them together. Like, overall, it was a pretty fun experience. I think if we would have had a chance to practice together a few more times, you know, get a little bit tenacity together, um, a little bit of fluidity, I think... We would have at least won the Minnesota match for sure. And I think the Wisconsin match would have been a much tighter match. Like it could have been either way. To be you know? fair, though, Carfu didn't even show and up. Carfu didn't even come. They yeah. were scared of us. They were scared <laughs> of Team Iowa, so they stayed at home. So we're so. just going to say we went one and two. Yeah, we finished third out of four. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'd like to see some more organization there. And I think coming out of COVID. Mm. Yeah, so Casey and Moose had, had it set up really well. But yeah. then once COVID hit, that kind of cause things to fall apart a little bit, but I think we're going in the right direction to kind of get it back on track. Definitely. Definitely. And I think too, you know, there's a lot of exciting things happening in the state right now. Select side is showing that, you know, we have talent that can play at a high level. That also reminds me, you know, Iowa state this past weekend, they went down to Georgia and they competed in the collegiate championship for sevens tough day for them. Uh, they finished on Saturday going 2-1 and one to go into the tournament to be the national champion. But they got knocked out in the first round by Harvard, a team they beat in pool play. It's awesome to be able to turn on the TV on NBC, the Peacock Network, mm-hmm. and see Ant Frine coaching, you know, the Iowa State boys. A lot of those boys play high school rugby in Iowa. So there's some massive things happening. Uh, coming up in a couple weeks, we have the CRC down in NOLA. Do you know who all is playing down there? Uh, I know my cats are going to be there in a slightly different division, but they're going to be there. Yeah. You and I is going to play in the D2 division. And all three women's teams, too. You have Iowa, Iowa State, and you and I yeah. are all going to be competing in the women's side. You have Iowa Central and Iowa State in the Premier Division wow. or the D1 Division. I'm not – everybody names everything differently, but – so many divisions. <laughs> uh, Central Central College and Wayne State, even though Wayne State's Nebraska. I mean, they're close enough to Iowa. And yeah. they have some Iowa boys who played at Des Moines East. They're going to be playing. There's seven, if you include Wayne State, there's seven local teams that are going to be competing at the CRC down in New Orleans. Yeah. Awesome stuff. It is. It's really exciting. And, like, it's weird to think about, like, even, like, when you were coaching and I was, you know, at UNI, like, we were looking to try to – I remember we tried to do, like, some form of bid for that. But it was, like, really – it was kind of expensive for us. And, you know, being a smaller club and stuff like that, it just didn't really seem plausible. But it's crazy to see how far it's come and, like, all the Iowa teams that are involved now. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, you know, seeing the UNI teams – Megan Flanagan, she's going to have the UNI women's team ready to go. It's going to be really cool to see. I know our producer, Javi, Iowa Central grad. We're going to listen to part two of his interview here soon. Javi, give us a prediction. What's going to happen with Iowa Central? Who do they have first round? What do you think? Iowa Central in the uh, May Madness Evans National Tournament. They play Iona, a team that I don't know very well, but I've heard uh, very good things about. They seem very competitive, and they. I think it's going to be a good match. I feel, I'm very confident in the Tritons, and I feel like they're going to come out on top in that one. Javi, I'm going to disagree with you. I think, uh, hot take right here. I don't think we're going to have any listeners from Iona. I think <laughs> Iowa Central is going to mop the floor with them. You think so? I, I know so. I think Joe Lippert and Brent Nelson, they're going to have the boys ready to go, and they're going to say, Iona, more like, I ought to never come to this tournament. <laughs> 
I mean, there might be a little bit of bias here, but I would probably agree with that, yeah. I mean, he's wearing an Iowa Central shirt. <laughs> Javi, will you agree with me? Do you think I'm closer? No, so, yeah, you're definitely closer. You were just trying to be... Just being a nice guy. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to even the playing field, 50-50. I feel like both teams have a shot, but I feel like Iowa Central will come out on top. You're trying to play it safe. We have no one listening from Iona. <laughs> More people from Iowa Central will hear this. Iowa Central... By 33 points. I was about to say, I'm, I feel like it might be closer to 30 if anything. <laughs> Love it. So, Javi, now that we have you here, we're going to go into part two of our interview. Before we do that, we want to say thank you to Pally's Bar and Grill and Clive for being our sponsor. Uh, they were with us from day one. You can find them on 22nd Street. They have one of the top 10 burgers in the state of Iowa. They're competing for the top tenderloin in Iowa. Great food, great atmosphere, cold drinks live music every Friday night. Give them a look. Great people there. Always a good time. Phil, what's your favorite thing about Pally's? It's so hard because between like the food and the atmosphere, the great service, like Raven's probably the best bartender, like this side of Des Moines. Shout out Raven. Thank you, Raven. She's always got a mug of bush life for me every time I come into practice, like before or after practice, like Every single time, it's always ready. It's so exciting. You, you know how many times I, I'm like ready to be like, ah, I should close my tab, or mm-hmm. you know, what? I'm not drinking tonight. I'm trying to watch my my caloric intake, and I walk in and I already see the Miller Lite tab is pouring. Oh yeah. She looks at me and she's like, Oh, no, I already got you. And I'm like, yeah. No, you know what? I guess I am. I'll I'll stay for a few. I don't even know. Like I don't even know if I've ever gone to Pally's and not gotten food there either. Like I've always like even if it's something small, like a walking taco. Oh. Know? My I mean, wife, that's your personal, your wife's personal favorite. Oh my god, my <laughs> wife has probably eaten three hundred walking tacos from there. Like, like she loves them. Like they, what they do is here's the secret. Oh, I don't know if I should tell uh, people the this. trade secret. Kind the of trade stuff. secret. I don't know. Here's oh. here's what you do for a, a walking taco to make it even better. You put that nacho cheese in the bag with some shredded cheese. Yeah, game changers. Game changer. <laughs> so, without further ado, uh, we're going to get to the second part of the interview with Javi. All right. So, hoagies. So, when we go travel, they always have these hoagies, and we it's it's hoagies, chips of a sort, some assortment of chips. And granola bars. What's your number one chip? Lay's barbecue. Yeah. 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 Over two. No. <laughs> <laughs> A mayonnaise hoagie and barbecue lays. I know. Javi, it's been nice having you. We'll see you never. <laughs> but no, like and the hoagies are already prepped. So it has the bun, the meat, and the cheese on it. You just add in your condiments. So I, it, uh, when it was a turkey, it had the turkey, and I forgot what color cheese it was, but we'll just go with American for conversation's sake. So then, yeah, I just wasn't yeah. Gouda. <laughs> I just dazzle. I just uh, dazzle. A little razzle dazzle. This <laughs> little, this little, yeah, squeeze it. I squeeze the mayo out at the packet. So that that literally just be my sandwich, and I and we I'd probably down two or three of those a trip. The hoagie hammer. <laughs> okay, so how does this get? So how now we this, have the hoagie hammer. How does this get back to the glizzy gobbler? So I think it was 
I think it was Minnesota. Uh, where we do, we just come out. We just came off of a respectable win, and everyone's loading up on the bus, the vans, everything. We're getting all the equipment in, and then immediately, as soon as I got in the car, I uh, our uh, messenger uh, player group is sent a picture of Brett Nelson just hogging down a glizzy. <laughs> And for and for those of you, a glizzy is another word for a hot dog. For those of you who don't know, so he's just downing one. I am cracked up, and it, it's just and that's literally just how it started. And then and he took pride in that actually because then <laughs> the following week he was at a he was grilling at a, a friend of his I think in the in the face in our uh, team Facebook group. He's like, little do they know my history about being a glizzy gobbler. <laughs> So he owned it. <laughs> yeah, um, he, he he owned up to it, and that's literally how Glizzy. Even even into my last year at Iowa Central, that picture was still going. I saved it to my camera roll, and that picture was still going. Is there right a chance right. it could pop up right here? Oh yeah, just oh, oh there it is. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Look at him gobbling. <laughs> and that's that's literally how the Glizzy Gobbler uh, started. That and. I, it still cracked me up to this day. <laughs> that's oh. hilarious. Those road trips, I think that's the one thing. Mm. Uh, listening to a lot of people's stories, I think some of the most fun people have. It's like the thing you dread the most, like, oh, we got to drive six hours to get to Green Bay. And then you realize those are some of the most fun moments is killing time in the car, stopping at road, like the gas station, you know, just all the shenanigans that follow. Spend uh, the weekend in whatever said city you're playing in. Those are my favorites. Yeah, oh, wait man. till now you're on a men's rugby team and we can spend the night out in another town. You know, there's no That's there's no curfew by the coach. There's no – you can go out, do what you want to do. Uh, just be there for game day. That's all we ask. Just, show, <laughs> just make show. sure you're there by the starting whistle. Um, obviously, you want to be prepared, but no, you know, probably not five, ten, fifteen minutes before kickoff, <laughs> like Juju and Victor. Oh my God! <laughs> City boys, City boys were down. City boys were down bad. <laughs> you know that's something we're gonna do. The City boys don't even know. We're gonna do an interview sometime where we yeah. call it a City Boys Town Hall meeting, where we're gonna we'll get like we'll have a few of them on, and then we'll just we'll roast them and make fun of their. Yeah. But I, I like the idea of having like. Obviously, more than once, too. You know, like over a period of time. Like obviously, we'll, can't we'll, have, often, we'll, but... we'll have multiple town hall yeah. meetings with the city boys. Yeah. Um, we'll have them when city boys are up a thousand. We'll have them when the city boys are down. Preferably now. I feel like <laughs> that's another thing that you were kind of excited about with the wombats is uh, the social aspect. Yeah. That the city boys, like, uh, tell me about that. What what and... is, what's what are you looking forward to coming from a college club to now a men's club? What where's your mind at? What do you think? I like how it's a lot more relaxed, mm-hmm. but you it's relaxed, but the goal is still the same. Show up to practice, grind out your games, and potentially win a title. And like that and but that's what really drew me into rugby is the social aspect. Because um as a as a kid in uh, my earlier youth, I was in a very bad situation with uh with a step parent and like that just really like belittled my confidence and like my social aspect of my life but then like as soon as I joined into rugby everybody was so welcoming and everybody was just they're literally like it doesn't matter what club you play for doesn't matter how far those it's literally a brotherhood 
And that's what really drew me into it is that these guys, it doesn't matter if I'm lost in Davenport or somewhere. I, if there's a rugby guy close, he will be there for you. And that's what really drew me to the sport. And like, that's, that's what I, that's what I keep telling people. Like, that's what I keep telling people. If like they're thinking about trying rugby or I'm, or if I'm recruiting someone, I'll be like this, this moment in your life with, uh, playing rugby these guys will become closer than family these guys will become your brothers and they will have your back through thick and thin that's awesome man that's it's like funny i i like have a sense of pride in that and i wasn't there at all it's just being a, a rugby person yeah. to know like that's our community yeah you know we got buddies that you know tweet from cedar rapids yeah. and booyah we played with that you and i and bremer they both are down in phoenix our buddy luke schmidt plays palm beach he's yeah. in palm beach down in florida wherever you move Hey, rugby, that community is okay. We'll take you in. Right. You're with us. We're family. Like it's a mutual respect for each other when you know that somebody else has kind of gone through something pretty similar to yourself, you know, like playing on that pitch and get yeah. grass kicked here and there and stuff. You know, like there's there's some sort of mutual respect there. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast, the Barstool Chicago, and they were talking about how there's a study out there that says like a lot of it's going to sound like silly, but a lot of grown men don't have like close friendships. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something we almost take for granted is that we have 30 mm -hmm. at least, you know what I mean? Like yeah. with rugby, this family, like, you, you know, Wednesday night, find us at Indian Hills. We're going to have practice, mm -hmm. find us at Pally's afterwards. You know, you need help moving. We're there with the truck. You need help laying concrete at your parents' house. We're there with the concrete bags, you know, like it's one of those things like you're always, doesn't matter where you're at people are like, Hey, we all get down. Mm. This community is here to help build you up. And it's just exactly. funny. Like I've had people, you know, family members like, Hey, when are you going to quit? When are you going to grow up? When are you? And it's like, never, because this is my family. Like this is an extension of that, you right. know? And I think you nailed it. It doesn't matter where you are in life. You say rugby, people will come out, even though it's a small group, it's a strong group. No, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I'm excited to have you on board for this because yeah. it's one of those things too. We say like, ah, do they get it? You get it. You know what I mean? Like rugby is you're there for your brothers. You're there when they need help. And when you need help, we'll be there for you. And yeah, it just, it works out nice. No, you know? Yeah. And I, and that's what keeps me coming back is just the community. Like there was a time uh, before, <laughs> before, uh, like I graduated where, um, I wasn't on the Iowa Central rugby team anymore because I wanted to focus more on my studies and actually make sure I graduate. But, and then like during that time where I was just in my dorm doing projects and homework and all that on and all this stuff, I was like, damn, these guys, it's a, it's a rainy ass day. And the boys at the pitch are sliding through the grass i missed that and like so when i graduated i made sure the first thing was get in contact with ryan or phil or whomever and get my boots and uh lace up and play some rugby because i missed that like i missed the camaraderie i missed the the game in general like i felt like something was missing from my life and rugby and yeah rugby i i that I don't think I can say anything else other than that. Rugby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were gonna. That got very serious. We were gonna do a little yeah, bit where we're, a, we're, we're holding hands. hands and we were gonna <laughs> make a joke, but that was. I mean, you nailed it, and that and that's been our mission at the Wombats is like, you know, if there's guys with really good talent on our team and they want to go to a higher level, 
will never hold them back. But this is a place where it's community. It's we play the sport we love. We're there for each other. People feel welcome. Uh, we have a good time. Um, I, I never want to say like, oh, we're just social. We don't want to put a ceiling on people. If someone wants to go play Midwest Thunderbirds, they get picked up by a high level club. You go for it. But like right. the fact that like you feel welcome, the fact that it does feel relaxed, that's our goal. We're, we're self-aware of, hey, you know, we, we are what we are. We want to do the best we can do with what we have. And I think you nailed it, you know, and I, and I'm, I just, I love to hear things we talked about over two years ago of what our goals were. You're saying it and we didn't talk about that beforehand. You know what I mean? Like that, that just makes me really happy with where we're at with the Wombats and where we are with rugby in general. It just seems exciting. So what are your goals for, we're just now starting our summer season, spring is ending. What are the goals for Javi? And I got three levels of goals for you. Right. This is what I asked my high school kids. Number one, individually on the rugby field for Javi. Number two, as a team that Javi's on. And number three, life. So we can we can come back to these. So number one, on the field, what's Javi's goal as my, a rugby player? My goal as a rugby player is to uh, is to better myself physically. Uh, I'm a little uh, little tubby on the bottom, but uh, your legs are great. No, yeah, my legs are <laughs> amazing. It's just my stomach. Oh, you said the bottom. I thought. Oh no, <laughs> I, I I see where I messed up. Mid, but, <laughs> mid, my mid. But no, I definitely like to get uh, leaner, more fit. Uh, I played flank and uh, hook my entire rugby career. He's coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I knew. I was. I knew Phil was gonna come in there with somewhere. Someone was gonna talk. Phil. I didn't even say anything. <laughs> but it was uh, in your eyes. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming for that number two. <laughs> but no, like definitely try to uh, uh, get more fit and uh, find myself in the starting pack every once in a while. Just like as a utility guy, wherever wherever I'm needed. Like even in the back line, I even played uh, 15 for like a while when we were uh, short on guys at Iowa Central. Yeah, it's just uh, get more fit and uh, be a utility player wherever I'm needed for uh, life. Wait. Or skipped over the team. You skipped number oh, two. As a team. As a team. There we go. As a team, uh, win win more games and uh, uh, potentially make a bid for a for a national title. That'd be awesome. And um, for life, I don't know. Just be the best person I can be and uh, uh, be uh, have longevity in my career. And yeah, just uh, live living it to the fullest as I can. In, in any situation yeah that's a that's a scary thing coming out of college like no, yeah what's next so like i throw that at you like life i mean do you have a job lined up right now like as part of our program for uh tv and radio production we take an internship course during the summer mm-hmm. uh which is um find an internship get that locked in and make like a at the end of the week or so write a journal as to what you learned what you found interesting all that Mm. Uh, I have not found an internship yet. I sent out a, uh, emails to potential employers that I'm hoping they'll get back to me very soon. Uh, KXNO uh, Sports Radio and uh, Wells Fargo to work uh, the Iowa Wild Games and oh, cool. uh, Barnstormers. Cool. Um, but so as far as uh, the production side goes, uh, nothing is uh, set in stone right now. But um, the, this podcast, though, that that I'd, I'd like to add that. And, a little resume builder. Yeah, a little <laughs> resume builder. Add it to my repertoire, if you will. But um, yeah, as far as uh, as jobs in the production field go, I uh, 
don't have a lot lined up right now, but I um you're I mean you but, just graduated college what no, yeah. a week ago, two weeks ago? Yeah. 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 So I mean that's the thing. Like you got you're looking for an internship this summer. So shout out anybody listening, watching this. I'm gonna say let's clip this part. We'll put it on Twitter. Uh KXNO, that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. watch it. I'm, no. I'm, like, I mean, it's sports radio. It's the number one weren't sports you radio. On, weren't you on KXNO? I mean, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Didn't, want, uh, didn't even want to bring it up. But. Yeah, I didn't want to bring it up. I don't want to bring up either that, you know, they haven't brought me back since, but I've been in their DMs. Whatever. It's fine. You know, you know, I might have been like, hey, you should have. Eh, we'll get to it later. You know, whatever, whatever. But no. but no, for real, like everything, this, like this whole podcast that we're starting here, Phil was like, Hey, let, we did something before. Let's bring it back. Let's retool it. He thought I did all right with that podcast I was on. And then I was, the, I was told by other people too, who aren't wombats that were like, Hey, that was a really good interview. Like Ian from Iowa city said he listened to it and he's like, Hey, it was really good. I'm like, he said, oh, tell me, Mr. Gray that. He sent me a nice message. He's a nice guy. He is a good guy. Yeah, no. And I, I just think, you know, between the two of us, it's like, ah, we could do something. Mm. But you'll get kind of the output we had Friday night, yeah. which was fine. I mean, it was good. Yeah. But I mean, it could be better if we had someone who understood how it works. That's where you come in, you know? And so I just think the production value of all this, you know, the graphics, the pictures, the names, the music, the, just the way things are edited, that's all you, 100% you. And I, we are beyond excited to have you on the Wombats as a person, number one. But number two, the fact that a part of our mission statement of the Wombats is to grow the sport of rugby in our community. What better way than with technology? We right. can reach people all over. And the better the content, the better it's produced, it's all thanks to you. Uh, I'm excited because I feel like what we've produced so far has been all right. It's got people's attention. But the fact we have someone who actually can professionally produce things, I think it could take our club to another level. Step it up a little bit. That's I'm, awesome. No, I've, that's... And when we reached out to you and you were just like, what'd you think when I reached out? I'm like, hey, man, you want to produce a podcast? What, what went through your head there? What went through my head when I got the, when I was put in the B-side boys group. I reached I, out I, to no, you individually was, first. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I honestly, I thought it was, uh, oh, wow. They actually trust me with this and they want to see where it goes and I, w I was honored i felt a sense of honor and of course responsibility but, <laughs> but mainly honor like i was honored that you guys thought of me and wanted to include me in this process and um i no, yeah i was i was more than happy to do this and uh, just not only uh do do it for the good of the club but like kind of like for my own i don't want to personal game but like it, it'll help uh, me expand my uh tool belt if you will he's using us <laughs> no that's what you should do yeah, no. no yeah exactly like this is a great playground to be like you can try things you, yeah. i mean you know what i mean you can you can try different things see what works see what doesn't work see what you like yeah so hopefully this is a great first thing for you oh, and yeah. it'll be really funny to look back on this and be like hey that's where i started yeah. you know and hopefully it's where i started and where i'm still at i don't know <laughs> and that's where it started in, in uh, Mr. Gray's garage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if only people saw that side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you think when you pulled up and you saw me? The picture I saw when you cracked up. The, I, I cracked up at the, at the photo. <laughs> I have our setup, and I just saw an electric bike in the oh, middle. Peloton. The Peloton in the sure middle. Sure, made you ride it the whole time, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> No, you just hear me breathing. Like, uh, 
Yeah, no, I had the, the mini fridge over there. The bike was here. There's a TV up in the corner. I had my PS2 set up. Um, yeah, you're pretty surprised how I whipped this together. Yeah, yeah, that was really quick. So with, with the podcast, I mean, this is bad for the people listening. The goal is... This was all, you know, the, we have popcorn ceiling. I hate it. They have popcorn <laughs> texture on the wall. I ripped it all off. I ripped the cabinet off the wall. There's just, it's a mess. The people who lived here before it was a mess. So I'm going to put wood paneling up. I uh, just haven't gotten to it. So the podcast will grow as will the space behind us. Yeah. Um, and actually, if you have, like, even if you uh, included, like, some foam padding, that would actually be great for sound. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, and that's why we bring you on, because I never would have thought about that. Yeah. My, yeah. My, but my friend Wright uh, Hillpiper, he, he's actually... Um, yeah, he's actually the host of the, this podcast called Locked On Hawkeyes. He covers uh, Iowa Central, uh, not Iowa Central, Iowa, U, the University of Iowa athletic activities like football, wrestling, baseball, all that, all that type of stuff. And he, when he got home, he literally, he literally set up his recording studio with just like foam padding in the background, and that, and that's kind of like his. Uh, personal studio where he records, plays video games, all that stuff. And I thought, I'm going to do that with the downstairs basement that I'm living in right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn that into my own uh, editing studio. Oh, and nice. uh, and uh, yeah, I, and I'm thinking about getting into twitching, uh, twitching, uh, twitching. Uh, live, live streaming video games. What's your game right now? What are you playing? Game right now, MLB The Show 22. Ah, what team? Dodgers, baby. Dodgers. Mm. The Dodgers. Over three. Javi, <laughs> I love you, but you make it tough. I've been told. What do you have against the Cubs? What do I have against the Cubs? Yeah. Nothing. It's just I don't know. Uh, Dot. I. I mean, they chose the Dodgers because I'm. Uh, they were winning. I'm a no. I'm actually a huge. <laughs> I'm actually a huge Jackie Robinson fan. Okay. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know. I like, and I like. I like to have teams for every sport. And baseball and basketball were the two sports that I didn't really have a team for yet. So uh, who's your basketball team? Boston Celtics. Oh, <laughs> do you and DeAndre <laughs> watch games together? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to watch games with DeAndre; just screams all the time. No, I, <laughs> you know what? I don't want to even talk about it, but I'm gonna say it. Worst game I ever watched with DeAndre. He's also an Eagles fan. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. So a couple years ago. I don't even know why I'm I'm saying this, but I <laughs> I don't ever want to watch a Bears. I'm a Bears fan. I don't ever want to watch Chicago Bears Eagles game with him ever again because it was a couple of years ago. We were at Bench Warmers in Ankeny. It was a playoff game, and the Bears had a chance to win. They line up for a field goal, and DeAndre's sitting across from me, and I and I called the bartender over and I said, "Can I close my tab?" And I started putting my coat on. I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I said before the game, Cody Parkey's going to lose this game for the Bears. And D's like, how do you know? And I'm like, dude, it's going to come down to a field goal and we're going to blow it. So we're sitting there, we're watching it. And the Bears line up for a field goal. I'm like, I hate this. Snap the ball, kick it right down the middle. Oh, they called a timeout. So they line up for another field goal, the double doink. Was and DeAndre screams in my face. <laughs> Eagles, baby! And I just... I haven't lived it down since. Wasn't that the year that they had it set up so like people could kick that the exact yardage for that field goal? Like there's just people off the street that had it set up in Chicago or yeah. something like that. And yeah, they were just kicking field goals from the distance that he was kicking them. There was just like Joe Schmoe's off the street just yeah. nailing this field goal. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'll just never forget. Like, I never want to watch a game with him again because the whole time he's talking stuff. You know, he's like, and I'm. We're going back and forth. Mitch Trubisky was our quarterback, mm-hmm. and then it comes down to the wire, and then it's. Ugh, I just yeah. So the fact you're a Celtics fan too, oh, it hurts, Bobby. Oh, it hurts. I'm a big. I'm a Niners fan as well. I mean, that's. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. Though. That's not bad though. Hey, they just uh, Brock Purdy with the. Yeah, I, that was crazy. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. I'll make a bet right now. I bet he starts at least one game in the NFL this year. He's going to. He's going to. I can to. see it. I mean, with the with the way Jimmy G and the, the cloud over Trey Lance, I feel like Garoppolo Brock, sucks and Trey Lance will get hurt. Brock Purdy will start at least one game. Uh, yeah, he. I feel like Brock, even though he was the last pick in the NFL draft, they have to change that Mr. Irrelevant. I mean, because like no one's really irrelevant if you get drafted. Right. Yeah, that's a, it's such a weird like nickname for somebody who got drafted in the NFL. Like less than one percent of NFL players, or not NFL players, but college players get drafted. Yeah, no, it's like it's a pretty big accomplishment. So, like, I was about nickname. to say like they they need to change that. Well, that's just a bad rep. Because a lot of times it seems like they draft like a Division three or Division two small college guy with the last pick. So the right. fact they drafted a Power Five quarterback with the last pick is wild. I see it. I, I for Brock's first year with the Niners, I feel like that's going to be more of a developmental pick than anything. Mm-hmm. Like just get him, get him a few, give him a few preseason reps. But I feel like that's going to be developmental unless Trey Lance goes to shit. You know, after the last draft over a year ago, they literally, I remember looking at mock drafts, Brock Purdy was a first-round projection. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. yeah they, there was someone who had the Bears. Yeah, 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 yeah. People had, like, the Bears drafting him in the first round, which we don't have a first-round draft pick ever. But they had him as a one-through-three pick. Like, the thing is, like, did he really change that much in one year? That could turn out to be a good pick. No, yeah. I feel like, I feel like that was a sleeper. Like yeah. I feel, I I definitely feel like like Brees. I feel like Brees Hall and Brock Purdy could have gone late first round, early second. Mm-hmm. Say Brees Hall's first running back. Yeah, yeah, he was the yeah. first running back picked in the second round, which is crazy by the New York. Yeah, yeah, Jets. Dude, Jets did a really good no, job in the draft. Though. Yeah, they they did very well, which I was very impressed by. But no, I feel like Brock Purdy. If, if he's given the shot, I feel like he could uh, potentially be the face of the 49ers along with Debo Samuel. Yeah. Rugby podcast talking about football. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing. We, we, we call it a rugby podcast, but it's not a rugby podcast. It's, it's, a, it's a people podcast. Yeah. It is a people of rugby podcast. No, and so, but... Javi, I, I can't thank you enough for being our first guest. Uh, there's no one else I'd rather have. Uh, you're stepping in to become you like the fact that you chose to be a wombat, something that we believed in and you see our vision and you want to be a part of it. Just it, it makes me beyond happy. And the fact that you're going to produce for us as well. And you see uh, value in this venture as well. Can't thank you enough for being here and being our first guest. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean, it was an awesome interview. Oh, um, yeah, dude, I, I enjoyed that. The Brent Nelson story is pretty funny. You know, getting to know you, like, a little bit more, like, obviously, like, I think, actually, the first time I met you in person was actually at our first practice. Yeah. Like, I have friends you on Facebook and stuff like that, and I'd always see all your social media posts, so, so it was kind of cool to kind of get, you know, get to know you a little bit more and, yeah. you know, see what, you know, hobbies all about. No, so, I, I yeah. appreciate you guys having me on. It was it was an honor, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to get to work with you guys and be a wombat. Like, it's it's, I feel like... I feel like uh, along with uh, with you two, we we were brewing something. We we got yeah. something going. And I feel like we're it's only up from here. Man, yeah. I agree with that. 
Uh, so to end this first podcast here, let's let's all stand up, guys. Come here. Come oh on. boy, bring it in. Let's group hug. Go. Group hug. Group hug. <laughs> Love it. Group hug. Guys. All right, Javi. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, brother. Oh, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, and that was the second part of our interview with Javi. What a guy. What a great group hug we had there. I'm just very sensual. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to have him. Good dude. Uh, future's bright for this young lad. And anybody who is working in media, this dude needs an internship. Oh, I just, unless you said media, I just thought of somebody, but we can talk about that afterwards. For, who? Uh, Invictus, uh, it's like Invictus Media, Des Moines. They do like a bunch of like highlight videos and stuff like that, but like, sports stuff they do like powerlifting and stuff like that like they do all of our like powerlifting needs and stuff like that do you live on second street i lift once in a while yes <laughs> i do right. some push-ups in my ba- in my uh bedroom once in a while so i didn't i actually didn't know oh hurtful <laughs> <laughs> now that was hobby great dude glad to have him glad he was our first guest you know next week we hope to have on the head coach of the west Moines wombats andrew ridgeway uh excited to talk to him He's had a wild journey, very similar to ours, though. Hmm. From Des Moines, goes and plays for the University of Northern Iowa. Now he's the coach of the Wombats. We'll talk everything rugby with him, get his story. Cool dude. Uh, but, yeah, now we're ending our spring season. We're going into summer. What's the plan, Phil? Well, uh, going into summer, I mean, we had debated it a little bit, Um right off the bat, but we are going to be still competing in our Iowa Summer 7 Series, you know, the Iowa Rugby Union. Yeah, they haven't officially released the schedule, but it sounds like they got three dates. Yeah, at least three dates, and I would assume we will be participating in, for sure, all three of them, especially that Iowa City Block Party 7s. Personally, my favorite. I have to go to. I have a... Something to admit, I've never been to the Block Party Oh sevens. my god, it is so much fun! Like Iowa City does a great job with that tournament. It's just, it's a, well, I mean, it's a party, but I mean, the tournament itself has always ran really well. Iowa City Ducks do a great job with it. Like I was just talking to Ian actually yesterday after Select Side um, about finding places to stay because you know, like I'm not paying for a hotel when I go to Block Party. Like that's crazy. I guess in 2015, I was oh. the Iowa City <laughs> Ducks. MVP. That Did is you know that? beautiful. Yeah, that, that's gonna have to go on this wall at some point. Well, we gotta fix it because it's uh, it's broken. So what I pulled up there was uh, back in twenty. What was that? Fifteen. That's fifteen. Yeah. Twenty fifteen. There was a sevens tournament at Iowa City before Daly got it with the Block Party Sevens. It was a part of the Iowa Seven series, and I played for Bremer, and I ended up being the the tournament MVP because DeAndre was like, uh we're going to lose. I'm tired. And he subbed himself out and I came in as a wing. <laughs> so I come in and we're backed up in our own try zone. We're losing by two tries. We get the ball. I dummy the ball or I no, I was at center. I dummy it. Dude bites on it. I think it was Mike Brown. Let's just say it was Mike it Brown. Is Mike Brown. <laughs> dummy it. He falls. I run like 60 meters. Someone catches up to me. And they try to tackle me from behind, but I'm stiff arm and stiff arm. I can't make it. I'm just basically holding them and to the point they're punching. They're like slapping my arm. They're like hammering down on my arm. And then I just do a little bucket pass to Ridgeway. Ridgeway scores it. There's almost no time remaining. DeAndre's like, my, my quad feels good. Gray, I'm in for you. And I'm dead tired. I ran. <laughs> I was in. Okay. Yeah, 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm back out. DeAndre comes in. Joe Randall does a perfect kick 
10 meters. I think like Zeus got it or someone or Nuge or someone. And then they offloaded it back to Joe Randall, scored. We win the tournament. It's crazy. Yeah, wild. I But the Block Party 7s, it's like one of the best parties of the summer. Oh, yeah, by far. Yeah. That, and I haven't even been there. I've just heard that. Oh, no. I Yeah, say I went last year, and that was just – that was one of the most fun times I had all summer. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm very excited for it. And then we have Capital City 7s. Sevens, will yeah. be hosted by Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be nice because we'll be close to home. Oh, weird. We're in Capital City 7s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they always have good merch there. <laughs> yeah, no. It's always like Miami Vice themed. Yeah. And then the Quad Cities. City, yeah, they're going to be hosting. They'll host, and so that'll be nice to get out there. And, you know, we're trying to get some recently graduated high school kids to join okay. us. And, yeah, really, we just, whoever wants to play, yeah. come join us. Uh, it's very laid back, like Javi said. Yeah. And then I think July 13th is when we're going to officially start our 15s practices yeah. and we make that run the run the run <laughs> yeah so exciting stuff coming up uh, hopefully you're enjoying this podcast hopefully it's it's worth your time and our time uh we're having fun with it that's for sure uh we're excited to just keep talking again anybody you want us to talk to send us a message oh. interact with us on twitter facebook instagram at WDM, Wombats, West Moines Wombats. We'll have a video portion of the show coming out later. Uh, again, Javi's the brains behind that. We'll figure that out later. Phil, first week down, final thoughts? Really glad that we actually pulled the trigger on this and got it going. You know, like, that's the biggest thing. Instead of just talking about it, be about it. There's, oh. It's a kahuna flying there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, listen to Alec Lang on Spotify. Uh, oh yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Alec Lang. He released his new song, "Waiting on the End of the World" with you. Good, great song on Spotify. Uh, but no, Phil, you were the one who brought this up that we should bring this back. So yeah, without you, this would not have happened. So here we are, making it happen. End of episode two. Thank you everybody for joining us. We'll catch you next week with our interview with Andrew Ridgeway. My name is Mr. Gray, and I'm Philly V. And that's it for the B Side Boys podcast. Woo! Fresh legs, baby. Let's go. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Phil, say something funny. Something funny. No. <laughs>